0: are you ready welcome to radio Grognar king size the osr podcast with more stuff with your host glenn hallstrom hi folks old man Grognar here hope you're all doing well it's a nice day you know when it comes down to it the adventure isn't all that important Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right. I watched a mug in a YouTube video from DM Timothy. And it was basically how to avoid burnout as a GM. And you know what? He's got some really good points in there. But the one I took, the, one, the biggest one I took away is he said, divorce from your plot. In other words, once again, as they say in the song, hold on loosely, but don't let go. Okay, you prepped, you prepped, you prepped. You got something to go on. And the the characters have a direction to go in. Okay, that's fine. Step back for a minute. Look at where they're going. Look at what they're doing. Is it lining up with what you prepped? Cool, keep doing it. If it doesn't line up with what you prepped, watch them. Watch them closely. If they if it doesn't line up with what I thought was going to happen, oh well. Let's see what they do. This is called being divorced from your plot. The plot's still the the adventure is still there, okay? The situations are still there because you're setting up situations. You do not resolve them for them. Or you think they're only going to resolve this way. No, that's the wrong way to think. You can come up with two or three ideas about, well, they can solve it this way, that way, and the other way. But, you know, you set those aside. And if they do it one of the ways you think, fine. It also comes down to knowing your players. If you play with them for for a, a reasonable amount of time, say three months or so, you get kind of a feel about what they're all about. And... You know, but, but I know that the problem, you know, say you're just starting out. Okay, pr- prep an adventure, do the situations, and then watch. That is one of my favorite parts of this, because they are writing the rest of the adventure. <laughs> and now you know the rest of the adventure. No, um, but, you know, like I said... People are, people are always saying, it. oh, GMs are not storytellers. They have The characters have free will. The players have free will. Yes, they do. Yes, you are absolutely right. They do. But you know what? The GM is a storyteller. You know what else is? The players are the storyteller. The group is the, telling the story. They just come at it. It's the GM and the players. They just come at it from different a- angles, from different viewpoints. Because what you, what you think should happen in a game is not the same as what the players think it happened, and they outnumber you. Okay, I mean you're going to get like at best at least two different outcomes that you didn't even think about, and that's fodder. I love that stuff. I I live for that stuff. This is talk about. This is what I'm talking about holding on to that plot loosely, and if there's stuff that that didn't happen that you wrote down. All right, fine, let them go their own way, take that chunk and put it somewhere else, use it for something else. And who knows, you may have to end up rerunning this for another group and they may even go the way you think they should, you know, that the you that you wrote, which would be fantastic. I mean, you know, it, it makes your job a little easier. Let me put it that way. So think about that next time you run. For example, I've been the Monday group. I've been in that group, whether as GM or player, for probably going on at least ten years. So I pretty much know. And we get some new we got some new people in the group now, but I'm getting to know them. But we got enough of the old regulars where I can, I don't know, confidently kind of predict how they're going to react to certain situations. That doesn't mean they don't surprise me. Because, okay, here's something here's something that GMs forget about, about this. You know, they always say, know your players. Okay, fine. You know your players. But do you know their characters? Okay? Because my group plays... They go all over them, depending on what they're playing. See, my group is Phil, except for me and my grandson, Gage, they all go to in, we're in, we're in the Oklahoma city area, but in Muskogee, you know, about an hour, hour and a half away, they have an actual castle there, the castle in Muskogee. And they run Ren Faire all summer or at least five weeks out of the year. And it's in the spring and summer months and they work it, you know, it's basically there. It's like being in the SEA and, they work it and everybody there at the table works it except me and Gage. And so they are when they play D D or any other role-playing game, they're gonna play it. They're gonna have a character that they will think out and play it. So it's fun. It's funny because I know these people, I know pretty much what they like, but I don't always know their characters until they play for a few sessions. And it's it's so funny because you know what can you know what you can hook your players with, but you know what to hook your characters with. But they will play the characters. If you find something to hook the characters, they will play it. They will they'll be right up there with you. And it's interesting because you gotta you, I come up with a you know I come up with an adventure or a module or something like that, and I end up having to tweak it. When we're playing in in ways that I never thought I'd tweak it, because oh, last time he was playing the stalwart pa- paladin. Well, this time he's playing the sneaky little thief who thinks. Di- and this is what it gets me: they they can actually. I'm not going to say they think differently, but they have their characters think in a unique way. Their their unique way. They're never they're not really married to the same character every time. I've had those players. They always play paladins. They always play magic users. They always play dwarves. Da 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 da. But these guys, God love them. And and being an actor that I am, a community a community theater actor, I love it. I absolutely love when they get into that character and they play, and I'm playing the NPCs, and we we have a back and forth. We have an interaction with them. I mean, combat aside, I'm talking about role playing. I mean, combat could be interesting too that way, but the point is, they will, they will, I will present something as an NPC and they will present to me, you know, right up in my face. They're not afraid to, you know, come up with stuff and say things. And it's just a delight, a delight to watch this. I've always, you see, I'm, be I've I've been in I've been doing theater since like high school, and that's a long time. Let me tell you. Um, but I've I I really enjoy a good performance, whether it's mine or somebody else's. And you know this is I I am surprised that in the theater communities I've been with more people don't play D anD D or another or role playing games. I mean I wanted to GM. A role-playing session for my theater peeps and I, I don't know it never just never comes up they know I play DD. they've seen the t-shirts I carry the book sometimes you know that kind of thing but nobody ever says hey why don't you run a game or hey you want to come in and my game or whatever you know that kind of thing and that's too bad that is too bad because to me this would be a perfect thing for a theater group in fact if I was if I was directing and it was pertinent to the story. I would have us play a session or two of uh, I don't know a role playing game, depending on what the what the the show was about. I mean, we did that with The Odd Couple. It was funny because we didn't play role playing games, but <clears throat> when I did The Odd Couple, the guys got together. You know, we'd rehearse and rehearse, but then we'd have a, a couple of down day, you know, days off, and we'd get together at one of the guys' house and play poker. Just because we wanted to be used to, like, these guys are friends, they've been friends for a while, and so we'd play poker together, just just to do it, just, just to, to get, you know, something like our characters would do, and it really paid off in spades on stage, because that was a great, great show, a lot of fun. But anyway, but the point I'm trying to make is, these guys really know how to get into it. Now... I'm not trying to shame anyone who doesn't go all out like that, but I'm just saying this is what this is what causes me to like, you know loosen up on the plot. and it's like, okay, here's the situation. how are they going to resolve it? Oh, it's going in that direction over there. Fine. I'll follow. You know we'll see what happens. Because that's that's the whole point of it. That's what's you know. That's why I want to do hex crawls and sandboxes and stuff. Because okay, where are we going to go this time? We got all these plot hooks. Where are you going to take it? But anyway, that's that's kind of thing I'm I'm saying. You know, just step back from the step back from the adventure once in a while, or maybe a lot, to find out what the characters do, and there you go, the rest of the story or something like that. I don't know. I got to go start my day. So. If you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard@gmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. Not Anchor, Spotify for podcasters. I don't know why I'm still thinking about that. Anyway, we are monetized, so... As little as ninety nine cents a month you two can help support this program, I would thank you. For single donations, go to my Kofi page, KO-FI.com slash old man grognard. Or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash old man grognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jason from Moral Project, Gilbert Sars and Benjamin Brodel, thank you very much. For other good podcasts. We have Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Redcaps Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geek is podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grobner Key Size is on the air.